At age 17, in 1509, she married Charles, Duke of Alençon. Not much older than Marguerite, Charles was not an evil man, but he was his wife's inferior in looks, abilities, and piety. The marriage was merely politically convenient and produced no children during its 16 years. It seems that during this time, evangelical preaching and discussions with others brought Marguerite to saving faith. Francois I, King of France, was Marguerite's only brother. They were unusually close siblings. Francois's wife, Queen Claude, was chronically ill, so Marguerite often functioned as queen for her brother and was present at court, hosting and directing things that her sister-in-law could not. When Claude died, Marguerite raised two of Francois' daughters as her own. Someone once complained to him that Marguerite was inclining to Protestantism, and he replied, If what you say is true, I love her too well to allow her to be troubled on that account. He often told her enemies, My sister Marguerite is the only woman I ever knew who had every virtue and every grace without any admixture of vice. So in the Roman Catholic court, Marguerite was able to speak of Christ, and through her influence, many of the nobility became reformed. Using her position to spread and protect Protestantism, she hoped that Francois would become Europe's political defender of Protestantism. But early in his rule, Francois began to see Protestantism as dangerous. Individuals who pushed for reform were targeted. When Marguerite was once away from Paris, a friend of hers from the university was arrested, dragged through the streets of the city, followed by a mob, and put in prison. His cell was small, dark, and partly filled with water. There was no space where he could sit down, only a spot where he could crouch with his back against the damp stone wall. He was kept without light and fresh air and was given little food for days. But suddenly the cell door opened and he found himself free. He knew Marguerite had done this. When he staggered through the Paris streets, not even his old friends would speak to him or help. Persecution had made them afraid. He determined to go to the palace. Standing like a beggar at the gate, he wrote a note to Marguerite, stating his condition. She immediately ordered him into her presence. When he reached her drawing room, she, looking every bit the French princess, was surrounded by ambassadors and servants. She rose to meet him, introduced him to everyone, and then sent him to a suite where everything was done for his comfort. It seems that as soon as she had returned to the city and heard of her friend's imprisonment, she had begged her brother with tears for his release. Francois granted it, finding it difficult to refuse her. Clément Moreau, a Protestant poet and Marguerite's valet, was then arrested. He spent his time in prison writing poems, and because of Marguerite's influence, he was soon free, too. It would have been a great loss to the French Reformed Church if she had not pushed for his release. He authored the French translation of the Psalms, which that church sang for centuries. Louis de Berkin, one of the most learned of the French nobles, was arrested in 1523 for his evangelical ideas, but was released through Marguerite's influence. Two years later, he was again arrested and interrogated. When the Roman Catholics urged him to observe some Roman Catholic rite to save his life, he replied, I will not yield a single point. He expected to be burned at the stake, but Marguerite gained liberty for him in 1526. But in 1529, Berkin was arrested and imprisoned a third time for his faith. Marguerite again used all her efforts to have him released, but in vain. Francois could be pushed only so far on an issue that was public. 
To Marguerite's great sorrow, Berkin was martyred on April 22, 1529. Grieved but still seeking to bring gospel truth to her nation, Marguerite tried to bring back French reformers, who, like the evangelical priest Jacques Lefebvre, had fled from France to safety in other countries. She petitioned her brother, who allowed them to return for a time. Melanchthon was also permitted to visit France. Marguerite showed herself unafraid of persecution and association with the persecuted. Marguerite also had diplomatic ability, which Francois admired. In February 1525, Charles V captured Francois in battle and took him back to Spain as a prisoner. Marguerite traveled there, caring for her brother until his release, which she negotiated. Her time in court had given her an education in international relations as well as in manners.